<laughs> you know it's so funny when what? like you when when you start something and then you don't you just kind of sit there and wait <laughs> yeah you know Pause. anyways speaking of <laughs> welcome back <laughs> to dropping the needle this is episode 18 uh with your boys pat artist adam knitch uh this is a show that we talk about um music basically or records in particular over here at quick sixer if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and uh, subscribe and, uh, you know, check out all of our feeds or whatever, whatever you like. And, uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. But anyways, Adam, we're going to be talking about, oh, fuck, I should have grabbed it, too. It's in the other room. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. Okay. We're going to be <laughs> talking about Daft Punk's random access memories. Uh, basically, we're going to start from the beginning, though. We're basically, going to be talking about Daft Punk in general. Uh, kind of a retrospective kind of deal um yeah, yeah. i mean do we want to get any... evolution yeah some evolution some, right uh some evolution some you know memorable moments yeah <laughs> speaking of you boy check this out go find that shit on youtube uh interstellar 5555 um it's their random ass fucking anime they made way the fuck back in uh 2003 the interstellar 5555 the story of the secret star system it's basically it's super random and weird and it's kind of based on the discovery album so we'll talk about that though um adam you were the one who brought up let's do a daft punk episode yeah we'll talk about daft punk (laughs) because the well i was thinking of kind of because i was myself was going back and you know listen to all the albums and get prepared for the uh the reissue of uh the special 10 10 year anniversary of random access memories so i was kind of like see and then like you can kind of see too like the evolution because it makes me think like oh like every time i listen to that album i like want to go back listen to like the first album or like even the the very first album which is homework which is i don't know it's an album but it doesn't feel like an album so i guess we can start there right yeah i think we can Uh yeah, let's start. All right, let's start at the very beginning then. Um, like all great electronic groups, uh, I guess you could say. Daft Punk is French and started Play in '93. First. Oh, keep going. Okay. You wanna open these beers? Oh, uh, I'm dude, I'm just yeah, go for it. What 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 do you have? I'm I had way too many beers. You have some? No, I'm just having oh, okay. water. I have I have a couple oh, of okay. things I do after this. <laughs> oh, gotcha. All right, so left or right. Ooh, my favorite game. Uh, this one's a one's gonna go. be a doozy. The one's kind of a doozy. Shit. Kind of. <laughs> Are you like your left hand? Right? I don't have shit to do. Yeah, I don't have shit to do though. Hit mm. me with a heavy boy. What's uh, whatever? Uh, I'm gonna bet it's left. It's not. It's not. Or uh, I mean, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, I got that. Terrapin Death Perception. So it's a nine one Imperial nine. IPA. Ooh. I like that. I like that a lot. Dude, bro, is my game kind of weird? Does it sound kind of weird? It doesn't. It sounds like a little echoey, Does but it sound better it's not. Now? Yeah. All right, cool. So I got this new audio interface. So I'm trying to test out when how what the gain sounds like at each levels or whatever. But anyway. I mean it sounds good though. So yeah. what are we looking like with that that terrapin? It's bad. Oh, 
Ooh, nice and dark. Ombre going on. <laughs> that ombre. That ombre. Yeah. So uh yeah, let's start let's start in ninety three. And uh, you know, we're not gonna waste everybody's time. This is not gonna be like I'm not gonna dig dig like super fucking deep into this. Like go no. check it out. It's not a very deep um discography anyway. But yeah, ninety three, uh this duo, go and look them up. I'm not gonna butcher their names, but uh yeah, this duo start French house group duo called Daft Punk in France. And it is pretty fucking sick. So they they were in a band before Daft Punk called Darlin, which is like uh like what the like what what so random but it's so it's it makes me feel like it's definitely some shit that they would name a band you know like half their songs yeah randomly weird names so anyways uh that man i don't know my fucking uh oh it's named after a beach boy song that's weird but anyway uh and if you listen to their first album which we're gonna talk about right now in what do you, do you want to say anything about about homework just in general well what well, i just that was interesting that you brought up the fact that they're in a band because like what's what's weird about a, a homework for me i guess is that why well, everybody i guess is the fact that it's it's not it's more like feels like a dj set than it does an album you know yeah. so it's yeah so it's kind of weird to have you know your first album is this thing that you know it's really like a live it sounds like a live album dj mm-hmm. set you know yeah and then but also but coming from that band of like uh coming from the world of being in a band i guess probably you know early or late 80s you know going into the 90s but having a band that's probably like more rock alternative and now you're doing this like brand new thing that's you know kind of inspiring other people as well yeah um it doesn't really say it doesn't say much about uh darlin um and but the yeah, thing is, I like I you, but you saying that, yeah, but you saying that too, and being named after a Beach Boys song also like brings up the point that I was gonna make eventually mm-hmm. that you know that they have the appreciation for music and other artists, you know, and that's one thing that's present throughout their whole discography as well. Yeah, no, doubt. the collaborations and you know, but especially on uh, on this on Random Access, but I mean, actually, I think yeah, it really starts the shout out to everybody in um in this album in teachers specifically they uh they shout it's like you're you're right it's like a fucking dj set but like in the middle at track nine on teachers they start like calling Mm. out people that have influenced them yeah one of them is you know brian wilson and but there's others like like fucking dr dre is in there i think like it's it's kind of it's interesting. Well, what's in, very yeah, well, what's interesting as well is like I have this. It was like a record store day release, I believe, but it was a uh, Junior Kimbro. Um, I gotta have you, babe, and mm-hmm. it's a one-off, just single that day. It was like the Daft Punk cut of the song, but it's like it's weird because it's not that much different from the original recording of the song. So you're trying to like find like what's you know what's what did they do? And all I can think is that they like just amped up the bass and you know drum effects, but. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, but so that's yeah. interesting. You know, that dude's from you know Mississippi, so it's like 
yeah. rant, you know, I mean, they do appreciate for music kind of spans all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a random, it's such a random album. So also, I didn't realize this when we were, when I was looking up stuff about to talk about this um, group. I didn't realize that they're like not really that old as far as like, yeah, yeah, uh, um, like like right, starting so, young, yeah, yeah, no, well, like homework released in 97. Like, it's it's kind of weird yeah. to think, like, and uh, I mean, now they're broke up, but like, it's, it's weird to think like their entire recording history was in our lifetime, you know, that's a weird yeah. thing, but yeah, definitely, but yeah, homework, um. It definitely is like a, uh, this is what we're, it, it feels like a, this is what we're pulling from, you know, like this is our, uh, this is what we like and we're going to like, you can hear different like tracks in here that are very similar to stuff that's going to happen like later on in their discography, but oh, fuck. yeah, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to keep trying to not like. I get sniffing or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, there's a. I mean, also there's like there's dope songs in here that I think have still like still hold up, like oh, for sure, like the funk, and um, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, around the world is on here, which yeah, you for throw sure. that on right now, and people will be like, "Fuck yeah, let's go." Yeah. So there's that, but then like, so you have homework in their first couple of years as like a DJ duo, right? And then you get into they do a they do a live album called Alive nineteen ninety seven, which is pretty cool. It's it's good, but it's like it's basic it's based on the first two albums, kind of. Well yeah. it's like it's shit that's gonna be in Discovery kind of. But um it's in homework. Go check that out. I don't wanna really dwell on Alive ninety seven too much because I think their Yeah, second, it's just a... their second live album is my i have a high opinion of it <laughs> but uh i don't know i i think that homework is cool go and check it out it's it's so weird um and they have like the weirdest music videos i'm talking like spike jones uh michelle gondry uh roman coppola all directed music videos for this, which is so random for your first album, you know? You get that, yeah. Well, I mean, all those who's were cutting, like, on their teeth and coming up at that time, too, you know? So, but, yeah, it's crazy that, that too, you know, people in different worlds would, you know, come together and be the best of their game, you know, or craft. Mm-hmm. That's um, what's interesting to see is, like, how Tao Punk gained their respect so so fast, you know, and became like yeah. it was weird. It's what's what's weird too is like, you know, any band or that's kind of in this genre is kind of sits under the radar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas this band kind of like ele- elevated themselves and took themselves to like almost like pop stardom, you know. And then but also kind of like taking away where they, you know, kind of go back underground and also, you know, but with, you know, Discovery, I think it's, you know, you see their rise of becoming pop stardom. Yeah, which is it's so random too. Like they uh so they do that, they go on the Daft and Direct tour and then they release Discovery. Like just like fucking six years later. Like it's they, yeah they, which is insane. So six years later they release Discovery. 
which has you know songs that everybody in the world's probably fucking heard now harder better faster stronger one more time um probably maybe even digital love which is one of my favorite daft punk songs actually yeah mine too it's chill and it if you put that in um random access memories then i think it would fit like yeah. maybe maybe a different vocal on it or something yeah they were doing well that's stuff what with the yeah random access well, I like this band so much too in these albums. Like, I mean, it's a short discography, but like you said, you know, it's the fact that I like the fact that it's every song is kind of like a, it's cohesive, but you can also take it away. Like, I mean, there's so many tracks that are just filled in there that are like slow pace that you could compile all those songs from the albums and it could be one album, you know? Yeah. 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 Like a chill, chill wave kind of album. Yeah. Which is, um, there's some stuff that they didn't release like, uh, I guess physicals of and I, like what I was listening to leading up to this. So I started listening to uh homework and I was like, this is cool. But like, like you said, it's just like a, it feels like a electronic set, you know? So yeah. It's like, like, it's good to work out too. It's good, you know, to like yeah. maybe take a drive, but like, yeah, it's not, or par- but it's definitely a party album. Yeah. Yeah. So in 2006, I skip ahead just for a second. They released a thing called music volume one which you can go check it out it's on itunes and whatever it's basically a best of album which is sick but it's not like hyped on here at all like as far as yeah what people talk about when they talk about them but anyways let's go back to discovery because i think it's probably the most important album uh yeah and 2020 rolling stone put it at 236 and it's 500 greatest albums of all time in 2021 pitchfork cited discovery as the centerpiece of daft punk's career which i kind of agree if they say yeah quote an album that transcended the robots club roots and rippled through the decades that followed end quote Uh, yeah i do agree Uh, yeah and this is when this shit came out interstellar yeah which is so weird. Go watch it, please. It's the strangest shit ever. But it's, it's but what's funny is like it, this video came out because I remember like watch seeing this video, and uh, and then because like this like it highlights what like three or four songs, right? No, no it's basically the whole Discovery album. It, the whole okay, the whole album. Yeah. So then maybe I just remember the like the around the world section yeah, yeah. like that the, video coming out on TV. Yeah, but it's funny because it's like you know around. It was like when we were like in middle school and everybody's watching Dragon Ball Z. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like kind of perfect, you know, it's so weird. domination of like, yeah, you know, kids in anime. It's so strange, dude. Yeah. Oh, actually, what you're saying is the, oh, the first four episodes of this, it was cut into a, a feature length animation uh, set to Discovery, but there was episodes cut and apparently they were shown on Toonami in 2001. Yeah. Makes sense, and the finished because I feel like released in two thousand three. For you know, for us, it was probably like always me. I know it was like I think how I got introduced to Daft Punk. Or everybody that's you know listening to it was like why because they were watching anime. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm. I think my introduction to it was definitely around the world, like hearing that yeah. on the ra- that was on the radio. Which is well, like- yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think that's their biggest breakthrough, probably for. Um, you know, in American Airways, I guess. Yeah, which is insane. To have, like, all right, like, anybody listening to this, think about, like, turn on a top 40 
radio stations and try to think of another electronic group that's been on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, now you probably would, you know? Yeah, maybe. Like, maybe with, like, yeah. Calvin Harris. Like, I mean, yeah, we yeah. talk about how this, like, this made those people possible. Like, yeah. what they're doing here. You made it more mainstream, for sure. Yeah. So, oh, Discovery. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, they, um, they released this, and then they, they've released some other stuff around this time, like Daft Club, which is like a remix album, and some random shit. Alive 1997 came, uh, like they released that too, but um, I don't know. I don't know of what else to really say about Discovery besides it's like it's probably, it's debatably one of the most important electronic albums ever. Well, and too, do you remember like I remember them? I think I'm pretty sure it was this album. Maybe, maybe it was uh the one that comes after this in 2005. But <clears throat> these songs were coming like really popular on commercials, oh, like yeah. uh, what was it? Like digital love for sure. Well, I'm pretty sure it was on a Gap commercial with film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it was all over the place. Like they were. Yeah, it it's it's insane. Like how. They really broke through with yeah. with I think specifically with Discovery. Like the first one, homework is important and is like definitely got them on the radar, right? Yeah. But, but Discovery is like when your fucking mom knew who Daft Punk was, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like they're playing that shit everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, like I said, it has the hits, you know. And but then there's these, like I mean, there's a few songs mixed in there too that are just you know tr- you know truly what they did at the beginning you know oh, club yeah. hits and yeah definitely club hits bangers you can like you know mix them in with most anything that you're gonna play for like a DJ set and it will work yeah but man discovery I think really really just stepped it up like made everybody know who who this group is. We got to keep in mind. All right, so they're not touring, okay? They only toured like three times ever, which is insane. They probably did a bunch of uh, shit before homework came out, like going to clubs or whatever. Yeah. But when homework came out, they were doing the Daft and Direct tour, so that turned into what a live nineteen ninety seven is that was recorded then, and then you just have random appearances like every now and then right for a yeah. while and then human after all comes out which is it's cool it's a cool album but it's like i don't know man it's not there's this is like l- listening back to it though yeah listening back to it though i actually do like that album more you know it's kind yeah. of grown on me more after the years yeah but like <clears> first <throat> listen through you're just like huh like after hitting like after the the big pop of discovery you're like i don't know about this one but yeah. it's still great you know still great but yeah technologic is a, was the big one from that album there yeah i mean that was every, that was the one i was everywhere too mm-hmm. <clears throat> so but i would say that, i mean yeah i would say that like robot rock and technologic were the two big hits off of human human after all yeah so all right, so once um, this comes out, then in April 2006, that album I just showed on my phone, Music Volume 1, 
1993 to 2005 comes out and they release a remix album human after all remixes which is pretty cool but then the biggest thing the biggest fucking regret ever that i think i have <laughs> is as far as like concert wise is this particular section of life so it says 48 for 48 dates across 2006 and 2007 Daft Punk perform a live 2006-2007 world tour, uh, which is, I think, debatably the greatest electronic album ever. Like, it just is. Yeah. Uh, actually, won a Grammy for, uh, I think, best live album or something. They definitely won a. Oh yeah, a live 2007. Uh, yeah, they won a Grammy for a live 2007. It's single, nice. harder, better, faster, stronger. Oh man, but I'm yeah, I cannot believe this is this is literally when I've thought about this like in the after I like became a fan of them or whatever. But it's the only time we would have been able to see them. That's it. yeah, yeah. And it's <clears throat> like they headlined Coachella uh, that year, that in the spring. And people lose their fucking mind because the the pyramid stage and this particular DJ set is incredible. And you're like, oh my god! Like, there's there's it's funny because like it's like the age of like right when uh, cell phones were kind of like everyone had them. Yeah. So you can like you can go back and find on uh, online somewhere all this shitty footage of that show. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, if they didn't release it, no, like it's so funny. And people in LA are always like, Oh man, I was at that show. I'm like, no, you weren't. Like, I was <laughs> yeah, there. I'm sure. I was there in the desert. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's yeah. such a bullshit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, live 2007, which basically is a combination of the first three albums in like, you know, it's perfect. It's so good. Talk about a, a, a like a gym banger. Like if you're gonna go to the gym, yeah, throw that thing. Oh out. yeah. I don't know. Do you have but also too like thoughts on it? well a lot well alive too all the remixes you know all the well so all the remixes just throughout their um, these albums lean up until what's about to you know come out with <clears throat> just shows like they're you know the people that admire them and the people that they admire you know and it sets it up for the collaborations that come for the next album mm -hmm. you know yeah <clears throat> so they go on this giant tour which me and adam didn't get to go see because we decided to go to bonnery that year instead of coachella or sell all the palooza and uh it's it's a huge letdown in our lives i think yeah we should have done that Probably. But whatever, we didn't know. We didn't know. We're young and stupid. No. So, so yeah. <clears throat> they go on this big ass tour, which would end up being their last tour, which is insane to me. But uh, <sighs> so in um, two thousand eight, they appear at the at surprise appearance at the fiftieth Grammy Awards, right, with Kanye West, and they perform stronger in the Staples Center, which is their first televised live performance of all time, which is crazy 
Right. They've they've been doing this yeah. shit since '93, and they've never been on TV, like performing. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> then this little treat comes out. This little treat right here, Ultron Legacy. <laughs> uh, this is this happens to be the two movie collection, so that they, and like the weird, fucking I don't know shiny cover thing. Um, yeah, this is the Blu-ray, 3D, Blu-ray, 2D, DVD, digital copy version, and it nice. also came with a, um, what's it called? I think this one came with. I have it upstairs, uh, stored away. But it come it came with a uh, glow in the dark poster of Daft Punk in their DJ suits, Wartron, and it's fucking cool. Nice. Also, it's it's expensive as shit to buy right now. If you yeah, I'm sure. It. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's 2009, and at San Diego Comic Con. It's announced Daft Punk had made 24 tracks for Tron Legacy, which is insane because they basically got discovered at Disney, which is really random. So in September 93, Daft Punk attended a rave at Euro Disney where they met Stuart McMillan of Slam Magazine. And uh, he's the co-founder of the Scottish label Soma quality recordings and they give this dude their demo tape and basically it has a couple tracks on it uh lives on it some other stuff and uh they like they pick them up and they're like all right cool we're gonna pick you up for this this first album and which is great i think that's right right yeah yeah i'm right i think I don't know, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I think I'm right. It sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right, dude. Oh, I mean that definitely the first part. That that whole part is right. Uh yeah. No, no, no. We're good. We're good. That's right. So, anyways. So they've always had this weird connection with Disney. So when Disney decided to do Tron Legacy, they hopped on chance and Dude, I I should have grabbed that too. Fuck, I have I have these vinyls yeah. out in the room. <laughs> Anyways, Tron and Legacy. You know, there's a lot of mixed opinions on the movie, but <laughs> yeah, uh, the thing is, yeah, the score is probably the best thing about it. Uh, yeah, the score is incredible, and it's I think it really puts it puts them in a weird spot, right? It's because you're like. Oh shit! Like, are they gonna tour with this? Like, are they? Because you gotta, yeah. you gotta think like this. Uh, Alive two thousand seven, like tour, was incredible. Like these dudes were crushing it, right? Yeah. And then they come out with this, and they're like, like people are, are hyped. Like, oh man. Yeah, but it's also like for me, it was like, yeah, this came out, but also it's like, oh, does that mean they're gonna make new music like as Daft Punk, like, and you know, release another album? You know, like they're are they gonna be like the you know, um, people that just make, you know, scores and soundtracks, you know, like bands that have, you know, switched to doing that now. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a bummer. The craziest part, <clears throat> so they're doing this, and then, like, they're in the, they're in the movie, right, for two seconds, and they have, I remember the, there was the, 
that was like when the hype kind of really started because you saw them and they had like new outfits. They've always have like new outfits for each tour, right? Yeah. And uh, new helmets and shit. And they had like the whole like white and blue kit. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. yeah so they have the whole white and blue kit, right? And uh, <clears throat> I'm just trying it out in here for a minute. Um, You're thinking like, oh man, they're going to probably do another tour that'd be sick doesn't happen right bummer um but you know you can we're we're all like hoping it's gonna happen at this time doesn't ever happen which is shitty and then and uh oh i was right dude in some yeah so (laughs) i was right about (laughs) the first record so the summer records thing yes Anyway, um, reading. Uh, anyway, so then we learned that they're gonna make a new album, right? From ran the dude, the fucking publicity for this thing was insane. Like, yeah, you would just see these. I remember driving, um, around in L.A. and it, it was like rumored that this album was gonna come out, right? Or yeah, they, was, they were working on a new album, and I was like, oh shit, that's fucking awesome. <clears throat> And, you know, we're constantly thinking, oh, man, I hope, you know, there's going to be a tour or something. Anyway. Um, so there were, I'm driving around in L.A. and then you, you just randomly would see these like posters or billboards of like the, the Daft Punk helmet like smashed together in half. Right. Which would be the, the cover of random access memories but we didn't know that at the time we're just like what the fuck is this like are they gonna everyone everyone there was thinking oh shit they're gonna do another big ass surprise show or they're gonna headline yeah coachella again or something like it's gonna be crazy (sighs) but turns out they don't do that which is bummer and uh they end up just like helping kanye west with yeezus uh, co producing a couple tracks on there, and then Random Access Memory comes out May twentieth, twenty thirteen. So now we're kind of caught up. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I talked a lot. Shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh How you doing yeah, good so job. <laughs> this uh this album is specifically get lucky when that. I remember, dude, the fucking promos for this thing. I'm telling you. Oh, dude, I know. You see the fuck. All right, so let's talk about it then. You'd see these fucking big ass like billboards and shit with the helmets, and then randomly, you'd get like we'd get ads and shit with like the helmets like coming out of like a dark space, I think, and it was like the first few seconds of Get Lucky. Well, wasn't it too like? I guess like I think so Apple Music was like <clears throat> around at that time or coming at, like was just came out around that time right uh or maybe that, it was after but like right. I felt like it was a big I felt like it was a big promo for like Apple Music too you know that feels right but because I remember like I mean it was a big deal like you know it was like talked about months before it came out like you know see yeah. get ready for another you know, release and like it was in April I believe yeah well, no, they released in May. Or May. May. Oh, May, okay. 
Okay, May 20th. Um, But it's just crazy. Like, so... I don't know, man. The lead up to this thing was ridiculous. And then you hear it and you're like, this is not like anything they've ever done. Like, not yeah. even close. And I remember some people were like fucking hated this thing. Like, they're yeah. really bummed. But the cast of characters on it is ridiculous. Uh, you know, you got your boy Casablancas on there. Yeah. Um, Panda Bear, you know, Chili Gonzalez whole bunch of people yeah and uh yeah man this thing comes out and it just it blows up the world like people are can't stop talking about it listening to it it's it's great you know yeah but also what makes it i think for me what makes this so great too is like it's definitely that punk and they're trying to do something new but like there's like a, you know there's a whole like uh i think it was like uh uh, Rolling Stone or somebody did this article about them, like interviewing them, and they were like, you know, roll because they recorded this album in uh, L.A., right? Like Beverly Hills, I think. So they're like, yeah. you know, it's trying to paint this picture of them driving around in convertibles, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like seventies yeah. vibe, like, yeah, you know, it's crazy. But, they have, yeah, all those old cars and shit. Yeah, but what's cool is that, like, you know, they have Nile Rodgers on it, so it's like, you know, seventies like funk legend, you know, like, yeah, but uh. <laughs> You know, but also like every song that's featured with somebody, it sounds like Daft Punk, but also he also they also let them do what they do. You know what I mean? So like when you have doing it right with Panda Bear, it's like it sounds like a Panda Bear song. Yeah. The Julian Casablanca song sounds like a Julian Casablanca song, you know. Yeah. So it's it's pretty it's like it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's almost like the sound kind of like sums up their career in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like for, you know, with Pharrell, he's got like a couple songs on there, and it's like you know he he used to do all the remixes, you know, on their you know live albums and remix albums. Yeah, so it's, it's great. And then I think the most interesting song on it is the was it Maro just the Maroder uh, the Giorgio Maroder song. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, what's it called again? I think it's just called oh, yeah. Giorgio. Yeah, could so, you about uh, more? Yeah, yeah. So that song, I, the I think the craziest thing about it is like, you I learned uh, learned this like way after, but if you listen to it, uh, they, uh, Giorgio he start, murder starts talking about uh sections of his life or whatever like mm-hmm. decades. Yeah, and apparently they used microphones and stuff like gear from that decade from those eras yeah so it like yeah gradually changes and Mm. then it like goes into this you know full blast thing at the end which is incredible yeah man yeah that's a great song it's so good but even like i don't know if you've uh so you know the 10 year anniversary Mm -hmm. issue of this album like i don't know if you listen to like the the one song i guess it's just one song they've added to that it's called the uh the writing of fragments of time <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. have you listened to it i listened to part of it uh i, I kind of it, I mean it's interesting but it's just kind of like throwaway yeah like that song is definitely like a throwaway song but it's still interesting to see how like you know the respect that they had like working together on that song you know yeah yeah it's dude it's just it's crazy that this thing's 10 years old that's uh, so i guess we're, we're caught up this is where we wanted to be we're talking about this because by the time you hear this this will be coming out We'll probably I'll I'll drop a link where you can buy it, um, just to the Daft Punk website, and then 
in the description of this. But yeah, man, they're releasing on double CD, triple vinyl, and it's just it's just like fucking dope, man. It's it's insane that this thing is ten years old, and it's just like they're a group that like shit doesn't leak really, you know. Like there's a couple of yeah. leak songs here and there, but like you're telling me that there's like thirty five minutes of extra shit that we didn't get to hear from this album. Yeah, but it makes you think too, like you know how much stuff they have in the archives that you never, you know, it's just shelved. That, right. You know, it's never going to be released. Yeah. So I guess we wanted to talk about this. It won. I mean, I guess we should say, you know, it won, it won a ton of Grammys. Uh, best dance electronic album, album of the year, best engineered album, non classical, best pop duo group performance, record of the year, and yeah, album of the year. That's that's crazy. And I think they're the yeah. first electronic group ever to wear or ever to win um, album of the year. Or or album of the year, yeah. One of those. The end yeah. one, the last award. Yeah. I can never remember if it's album or record, which is the last one. It's album of the year. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think they're the first electronic group ever to win it, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. Because, I mean, you know, like this year, it's like, was Beyonce the one, I guess? Uh, for she best. Win. She win. went for best uh, dance, or dance or electronic or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it was like she was like up against Diplo. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those country album or country yeah. Fuck. Is uh wait he? I love that he's pulling like a straight up uh, uh what's it called riff raff thing like has a different persona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got some dumb. But also, like what's funny, like what like what's funny about you saying that about Daft Punk not going on tour is it's weird too to be a DJ and not wanting. You know, I mean, I guess they did in the, you know, 90s or whatever, like toured a lot, you know, DJ acts. But like, I mean, most DJs, you know, they like DJ sets like multiple times a day, every day, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like Diplo, I mean, he's everywhere. He was here like last week. Yeah. Oh, man, we got to talk about him too in a minute. It's it's hilarious. (laughs) Diplo's hilarious, dude. Anyway. uh, Yeah. So basically they do this album. Uh, random access memories it wins everything it's everyone loves it eventually and then uh they do like some some random shit with uh the weekend release a couple songs on with with him and then that's about it like they kind of just fade from there and then uh that's such a bummer. But in twenty February twenty second, yeah, February twenty second, twenty twenty one, uh, they announced that they're they're done, like they're over it. So that's a sh- fucking shitty. But then a year later, they're like, "Hey, here's the digital release of the twenty fifth anniversary of homework," and now we keep seeing like random ass little videos and stuff from like their past pop up on social media. Like, I feel like their Instagram is really active lately, like compared to what it's been, but yeah, like you, we, we're sne- seeing all these like snippets of like stuff from 
way the fuck back. But then this this 10th anniversary reissue is coming out May 12th with 35 minutes of previous on-release outtakes and demos, which is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, let's fingers crossed, you know, everybody that fucking listens to this, knock on some wood, fingers crossed, everything, that maybe we get a reunion tour at some point, you know? I don't see. Yeah, it's like I think they'll do some shows. I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a tour there. Well, I mean, like even if it's like a about five stops, you know. Yeah, I think what it'll do, it'll probably be like if they were to do something, it probably would be like you know, four city, like what from the jewels or somebody's so where it's like four yeah. cities, you know, a couple yeah. nights in a row. But I would. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I had this weird like I was thinking about this episode um, when I was recording. I was like, man, what if they did like their own style, uh, like Burning Man type situation <laughs> where like, yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere, right? It's some big ass show and it's just them. And, but they have like screens, like it's screens way the fuck out. So like people that are not close can see and it's like, yeah, speak. I don't know, man. Or what if they're like, yeah. it's like hundred feet it's just, yeah. or something. It's just weird because it's like they seem like, you know, like obviously they collaborate with people, but they're like very picky about what they do, you know? So it's like, yeah. it makes sense, you know? It's kind of like at this point, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Because as soon as you, you know, do it, it's like, you know, you break that mold of, you know, yeah. I don't know, man. That's, giving into what the, everybody wants. Yeah. It's just such a bummer that like they're not old, you know, they're not too old. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Why are why are we breaking up this soon? You know, I mean, yeah, it's like craft work is like fucking out there to her, and so <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, speaking of which, it's kind of crazy. The first, um, some of their first performances were at things with craft work and with that makes uh, sense, yeah, with craft work. And I wanted to name drop this other other group. Oh my god, why can't I? Why can't I think of it? I'll find it real quick. But yeah, um that's like their homies, I guess. Craftwork and fucking orbital. That was who I was trying to think of. Okay. And I mean, you know, people can people can talk about Daft Punk doing the helmet thing first, but Orbital did it first, so I mean there's that. Which is kinda cool. Yeah. They actually they dropped an album like last year. It's kinda insane. Oh yeah. Weird. Yeah, super weird. I mean, they're old, like for, for real. <laughs> they're in like their fifties, I think. <laughs> like, it's not that bad, but yeah. I mean, but to be DJing, like, yeah, weird. But um, man, yeah, I don't know. I I don't even really know what to say. Like, besides that, I'm bummed that we never got to see them. Uh, yeah, it's like I mean, I am, but also it's kind of like cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's because it makes you, you know, that feeling of like, man, I will now if they, you know go yeah. on tour definitely you know yeah i mean i would yeah i would pay a fucking ton of money i would pay yeah i would pay taylor swift prices to go see this shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh. i mean i mean like or maybe even like beyonce like bayhive front row money yeah see this. yeah see they think it's like you know paying money to see a show like that because it's 
the atmosphere. I don't, I couldn't imagine. That's what's telling uh, Chelsea. We were talking about the Taylor Swift shit and like everybody, or even like Beyonce, like tickets being so high. It's like, at that point, it's like, all right, so you're just like, you know, paying to get your ass in the seat. But no matter where you are, it's like, that's not fun. You know what I mean? No. At that point, like watching, you know, I could stay at home, you know, watch on YouTube or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, like, you know, what's kind of crazy. Uh, speaking of, um, I read something recently that the cure you know it's like a, it's a ticket master problem it's not yeah the cure story yeah it's just like i heard about even, that it, it's kind of cool what the cure did so yeah um, no you know, i know ticket master it, yeah. and live nation are trying to fuck everybody like yeah they had the money and uh yeah the cure set their ticket prices at 20 bucks um yeah but then it's like in. but then yeah then what's fucked up is that they said for 20 bucks and then the service fees and all the ad fees that added on were like double what the actual yeah. selling price was. Insane. And then, so the cure made a tweet or something right about it. Mm-hmm. And then the Ticketmaster finally like try to work out a deal with them, I guess. But it's like, also like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I guess I don't understand the concept, but like, like, I don't know. I just, the thing is I kind of don't want to fuck with t- Ticketmaster anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, what I would think bands would want, you know, artists would want that too, is like, you know, I get it. That's like, you know, the biggest thing in the game, but like there's yeah. other places too, you know, like shit, sell the shit yourself. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what people are starting to do with merch and shit. You know, if they're like, yeah. if they find out that the venue takes a percentage of it or the, you know, which is like more than half the percentage of it, mm-hmm. they say, fuck it. And they're just like, we'll sell their merch there. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Um, it's insane. And like, it, it, it kind of leads to like, higher expectations than what you're gonna really get out of some of these shows yeah when it really is just like fucking you know greed you know yeah like it's and it's just a bummer it's a real bummer yeah but i don't know you know what i can't fault us for not seeing daft punk because we were 19 yeah and And they probably yeah like you said they were coming anywhere close yeah yeah and yeah, we'd have to drive to fucking Chicago because we didn't have money to yeah. fly. So it would have been it would have been a pilgrimage. Like it would have been hard to see, hard to go do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it is a bummer. Like it would have been so cool to see that set. But I feel like you know, just like what you're saying, it's you can just watch it, or you can yeah, you know, listen to it on your your phone now. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's the last thing I re- well like probably one of the last things I have to say about Daft Punk. Like they're great. I really wish that uh that they'd even just collaborate more with people. Like I don't I don't even yeah. really care if they like the songs they did with the weekend are good, you know? Like, just yeah, they're good, more. but I hope that's not the last thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like can you imagine like that be your last legacy? No, no, not at all. Apparently, you know, I was just reading apparently uh, they had a song with Jay Z that was uh that leaked online online called Computerized. Uh, I'm sure the thing is like I'm sure they have a ton of songs with people that we just don't know about. You know? Yeah. It's just insane, dude. I really, I it would have been so cool to, if they would have yeah. gone for. But you know, we we keep talking about how you know they collaborated with all these people, whatever. This last album, Random Access Memories, it's. I think it's important because it like, it made people, and you, I mean, you hear it afterwards, 
uh, it made people play instruments in the studio again. It's not all, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, all like beats and like generated bullshit. Like you can tell that these people played their instruments. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For this album. Yeah. I was going to say like on Get Lucky, you got Nile Rogers on there. He's, you know, one of the legend yeah. OGs, you know. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of crazy. It kind of relaunched Chic as a thing. Like Chic is, yeah. is playing all sorts of festivals and stuff now. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, you listen to this album and it's like, you know, from start to end, it just feels like a vibe. I mean, it's like 70s, but, you know, like yeah, kind of like di- disco, but yeah. with like some chill song in there too. Yeah, it's it's just a bummer that, I mean, they could have done another thing like this, but then, you know, like, you know, talking about it, we talked about the first first three albums are basically what happened and like made alive 2007 a set right i don't see them combining that stuff because i think you have to you have to put like you know technologic and fucking around the world harder better but like how do you you put that in a set with tron legacy stuff (laughs) and random access you don't yeah that's things i don't think you do i think the tron legacy is his own thing you know it just happens to be a daft punk album but it's yeah. its own thing whereas like random access members i feel like it's too you know yeah well i guess that's the thing i'm i guess that's the thing i'm trying to say is like because after... also yeah i can't like the thing is if i see daft punk and they play this album random access memories only i'm bummed yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> and it, that, that's the thing it's like you're bummed yeah you or like yeah, but like, the, how are they gonna mix any of the stuff in? Like, it it will sound. You could do a lot of the Tron stuff. Yeah, but random access, I, it's not the same thing, you know. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely it's not like a concept album almost. But yeah, but more of like a love letter. I think that's the the concept. It's a love letter to what they like. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I, I wish they would have just done like. Even if they didn't do more tours or you know appearances or whatever, like I wish they would have done like another thing like this, like eventually. Yeah, it's been yeah, for sure a decade since we've had any new Daft Punk stuff. So yeah, I mean, I I'd be actually, willing to like maybe they have this already, but like I'd be willing to for them to even release what a lot of people are doing now, uh, like a greatest hits, like their greatest hits, you know? Yeah. Like, this is what we like. This is what inspired us. And it's like, you know, just a yeah. cut of different songs sick. from different genres. That would be super sick. All right. So in closing, you know, what's now that uh, there has been a third Tron movie announced and they're working on it. Do we think Daft Punk fires it up for a Tron 3? We get another another set with like 20 tracks or whatever mm, i don't know i don't know i'm gonna bet like there's 40 percent chance i'm not even yeah at 50 that's a good yeah i was gonna say that's a good good guess 40 percent. because i mean it's like the thing is too is i think now you'd have to pay an outrageous amount of money but like i mean because i felt like they probably went into tron thinking like, oh, this is going to be a big deal because it was in the 80s, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then when it came out, they were like, nah, 
you know it's like because like i said it's the best thing you know like they're the best thing about that movie you know olivia wilde's trash in that movie like it's not (laughs) it's not you know that doesn't hold it doesn't really it's not going to hold up either no not like not like the first one the first one's so unique and especially for the time like you said and it really did push a lot of a lot of stuff in film and tv or in the film industry so yeah but remember like the whole um uh jet but uh, yeah jeff bridges face remember yeah. that was like a new technology of like the imposing the young face from the first john movie yeah like faked it it's really weird <laughs> so, yeah, way before deep fake type of shit yeah uh yeah go check that out or di- what they call it digital imaging uh yeah uh yeah i don't know but i i heard jeff bridges is down for a third one, if yeah, you want no, I did. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, but I'm really kind of bummed Jared Leto's involved, honestly. Yeah, I know. It's like, dude, come on, yeah. like, stop, stop ruining great stuff, stop making terrible movies. Yeah, yeah, you had morbid and stick to morbid. <laughs> 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 Is that what's called? What's it called? Morbid Surston shit. <laughs> Let's keep saying wrong names. Morbus Orphus. <laughs> <laughs> Morbus. Yeah, it's Morbus. For sure. For sure, Morbus. God's Terras. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm Morbus. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, you got any closing? statements about Daft Punk. Um no I'm just yeah I hope they uh hope they hope we get to see them do something somewhere but you know I want to, I don't want it to be a big arena you know I don't want to I'll rather re- there be a festival for sure. Yeah I, I I agree. I'm not trying to sit up against a wall you know no I won't I would want have you ever seen that thing uh it's that picture of Pink Floyd in like the 70s you know like performing on an island and like Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot what it's called. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, they have like the gong and stuff. That thing. Yeah, because there's one like the whole crowd is like on the beach or whatever, but they're like on a fucking island. Have you seen this? It's yeah, maybe, but there's one in the way where they're like on top of like a kind of like a a mountain or something, and there's like a gong. It maybe it's I think it was Pink Floyd. Maybe it's not Pink Floyd. I don't know. I'm. Anyways, I think they should do something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that thing is, I think, too. Like that, the only way to do it is some is something epic. But like, I feel like they're just. I mean, what what I kind of like too is they're not, you know, falling prey to like what everybody else is doing. Like, oh, we got to do this crazy thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like it seems like they're, you know, economically responsible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. So what I'm thinking of is, uh they played in venice on a massive floating stage in 1989 yeah you can't do that now though uh, it, and they it apparently forced the mayor and city council to resign jeez that's insane but it looks dude it's so fucking cool like it's the coolest shit ever yeah anyway uh, i think they should do something like that just something something outrageous you know yeah but yeah, and then fingers crossed we uh, get some music for Tron 3 if that ever actually comes out. 
And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate everybody listening to this episode. And definitely, it's far to hear fucking Adam say Morbus. Morpheus. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you want to shout out anything like social medias or any of that kind of shit? Uh, no, not really. All right, cool. Just, you know where to find me. <laughs> <laughs> Go and follow you boys. Uh, definitely check out for new content on Quick Sixer Cast. No, it's a quick season podcast on Instagram. Uh, check out our we have TikTok and stuff, which is interesting. TikTok, yeah, we have a TikTok. Uh, yeah, go go join me for uh, Joey B bans it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're ever gonna ban it. Honestly, <laughs> no. I mean, what's so funny? Like China's China's spying on it. it's like, and I mean, don't they yeah. do that every app? Like, yeah, I mean, like, and you guys are spying on us too. So who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, fun. right. Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, go and check us out on all of our the social medias. Uh, follow us where you're, you want to follow us. Uh, the link is in our bio. Hit that link tree, and we'll list all the shit you can listen to us on, or even watch us if you want to do that. But anyways, uh, this is dropping the needle, quick sixer show. We uh, post shows on uh, 6, 12, 18th, and twenty fourth of each month. Hope you check us out then. It's been your boys.